Welcome to the Postpartum Coach Podcast, where we embrace our needs as moms, we learn to lead ourselves first, then our families, and where we create our own healing from the inside out to find our way to the work we were meant to do in this world. I'm your host, a fellow mom of three and a certified life coach, Lizzie Langston. Hello, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy 2022. I am just going to be honest. My kids are home. It's Christmas break for another week. They had a three-week break. I never thought I could hear myself say these words, but I've loved every minute of it, even the hard stuff. It's been, I mean, it's there's so many Marco Polos I haven't gotten back to, like my friends that I normally chat with. It's just not happened as much because I have been very, so very present with my kids. And I'm kind of proud of that. I'm really proud of that. Actually. I'm, I'm in awe of it more than anything though, because of where I come from in my motherhood journey. So for those of you who don't know, um, I come from a very rough, (laughs) I was very jaded very early on in motherhood. I had three kids in four years and, uh, developed postpartum depression and anxiety, including panic attacks, including health related, uh, anxiety and obsessions and super scary business. And, um, I had to find my way out. I tried therapy. I tried antidepressants and found life coaching and then have since tailored life coaching to sort of a postpartum, not sort of, but definitely a very postpartum focused coaching and also bringing in a lot of mind and body calming and connecting tools, right? Connecting with our body and mind. So in a nutshell, that's me and that's where I came from. So to think that I could have a three week break from my kids and honestly love it and being almost kind of sad about the fact that they're going to school again on Monday, you know, in just another week is amazing and is a testament really to what can happen for all of us when we are willing to clean out our garbage and to really get into a tone, settle into a tone for healing. So that's what we're going to be talking about today is the way we talk to ourselves. And I can't wait to bring you what I have for you today. So get cozy. I want you to think about the way you talk to yourself, like setting a tone for healing, rather setting a tone for healing is kind of like if you had a couch in front of a fire and it was um, Christmas Eve and it was the cutest little couch and the cutest little house. And you were getting really cozy. Maybe the kids had just gone to bed, baby is sleeping happy. And you're with your husband, right? It's like setting the blanket on the couch and making it a place you want to be. So setting the tone for healing is making your body and really, especially starting with your mind, because if the mind is having this tone, then the body will follow, um, a place where healing can happen. And where you, where you want to be, where you feel cozy, where you feel safe. Oh my gosh, safety. Where you feel safe with yourself, where it's an environment where you have the space to heal and to recover from traumas that happened when you were little, to take care and tend to your inner child in the ways that she might've been lonely or neglected or hurt and might be still carrying those wounds. This all starts with a tone. Okay. I want you to think about the tone with which you talk to yourself. Is it warm and loving like your favorite first grade teacher or something? I'm like, if you had a bad first grade teacher, use a different grade. (laughs) But is it warm or loving like, like the kindest, most perfect little teacher you could have? 
or is it cold and very like authoritarian, like a drill sergeant? How do you talk to yourself? How do you experience yourself? Or rather, I mean, yes, how do you experience life? Because the reality is the way you talk to yourself creates the tone with yourself becomes the tone for your entire life. It literally is like a pair of sunglasses. So we're going to talk more about that. Before I dive in, I just want to ask a favor. If you have not yet rated and or reviewed this podcast on Apple Podcast iTunes, I would so, 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 so very, 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 very much appreciate it. Here is the deal. When you review the podcast, it helps other moms find it. It helps it be more searchable. And my goal, I feel I feel a little scared to say this, but I want to really badly because it's just, I'm after it. My goal is to be the number one podcast when somebody types in postpartum podcast. When someone puts in postpartum podcast, I want to be number one. I think right now I'm like number four. So we're close guys. Maybe like number six. It, I think it depends on the cookies in your browser and what other things you've been searching. Um, potentially, I don't really know. I'm not super techie, but the reality is um, this podcast is amazing and these resources have helped and healed so many women. I get messages from people all over the internet and Instagram. I feel like mostly Instagram, especially, and reviews from people on the podcast who never even worked with me and just really got what they needed from the podcast. And then of course, all of my amazing clients that have wanted and desired and needed, um, you know, more, more handholding, more help, uh, help creating the safety that we're going to be talking about today for themselves. And, um, and so this podcast is just a gem on the internet. And if you could help me just by rating it, the easiest thing to do is scroll down. Like when you look at all your podcasts, click on my podcast, my podcast, scroll down, just keep scrolling through all the episodes until it doesn't show you anymore. And it'll have the little stars, the purple stars. If you have like an iPhone and you're doing Apple podcasts, if you don't have an iPhone, just Google it, or it's probably easy to on the Android or whatever, but you just scroll down until it shows you the reviews and stars and you can just tap five stars or however many stars. And then if you also want to, you can click leave a review and you'll just need to create a little screen name and then you just type in your words and it's done. It's so easy. And so if you could just take a moment, you guys, and do that, that is my goal for this year is to get to the number one postpartum podcast. You can help me by leaving a review. Thank you so much. Okay. Let's dive in. Thank you so much in advance, or maybe you just went and did it either way. Thank you. Or maybe you already have, and I appreciate that so much, you guys. So thank you for your reviews for the the postpartum coach podcast. I really love it. Thank you. And I read them. I literally read all of them. I think there's like 43 or 63 or something, but all the written ones, I read them and I see you and I thank you. And even if you're just a star tapper because you got a baby in your hands, just tap the star. That's fine. I appreciate it all, whatever you can do. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay. So I was coaching clients as I do. I have a bunch of clients and they're all postpartum women and I love them all so much. They're all like my friends, except I totally am their coach first and they know that. And it's really healthy, delicious and good. And, um, I was witnessing 
as I get to do so often, it's my privilege. I witness the shifting and the transforming from, you know, up in your head, um, disconnected from your body, a lot of anxiety melting into presence, pleasure, joy, and body connectedness, um, through the hard times and, you know, just being present and having authority over your body and a connection with your body. And then I also get to witness, um, women working through my three-step process, which as I was kind of just describing, it's calm your body, calm your mind, calm your life, AKA past trauma and everything from your inner child work and all that. And so as I witness women going through this process, it really, really works. And I see them changing. And the number, I, sh- I always say like the number one thing, I don't want to like overdo the number ones because there's a few really important ingredients. It's more like ingredients to a recipe. Okay. But one really vital ingredient, kind of like the yeast in bread. All right. You follow one of the really important ingredients for recovering your mental health, for calming anxiety, and for honestly doing the work of releasing past traumas to be able to move forward, being the person you want to be without the cycles and the patterns and the habits and the tendencies is setting a tone for healing. Okay. So, um, there is the actual tools for healing, but I can give them to you. But if, if they go into your mind and then your mind has a mean tone, it doesn't matter how nice your coach is. It doesn't matter how nice whoever you're learning from on Instagram reels is. You've got to be able to digest the information in a way that actually makes it work. And nobody can do that for you. And that's called your tone. How do you talk to yourself? We're going to talk about more what this tone, setting your tone for healing means. I'm kind of excited about what I cooked up for you guys on this topic, but um, it's a few things, but yeah, this is something that determines whether things stick or not. Okay. And this is one thing I'm, I'm expert at training my clients to do, which is why my process, yes, it works, but it works for them. And for each of them is because we attend to this and, um, I don't, I don't put my tools into the hands of people that are talking unkind to themselves. So this is something we take care of at the beginning of my, my client's journeys, which is always really beautiful to behold. And it's always, a new dance that you do with yourself. And I can't wait to tell you more. Um, I wanted to, again, before I dive in, I want to just share a little bit about where I've come from in my motherhood. I kind of shared that in the beginning of this episode, but just, just to paint you a picture with the tone I had with myself. And I want to share this because I feel like many of you might be in or around this, this way with yourself. It might be like kind of where you're hanging out mentally and emotionally in your relationship and with the way you talk to yourself. And so I want you to know I've been there And I want to kind of reflect what this might be like for you. Um, I was so dark with myself, so unkind, and it got worse and worse as I had more kids. And as I really had to face like the ways I fell short in my motherhood and how much I didn't want to accept that. And it was really sad for me and it, it drew me to this work. But before I really was ready to do the work, I literally picked myself apart. I have scars on my face from years of picking at my face, picking my face. And 
what was happening in my mind was just the same. I was picking myself apart. I was mean to me and my, my parents, especially my dad, he was, he could be really mean. Sometimes there was a lot of gaslighting in the household that I grew up in. And so I was mean to me. And at some point in my adult life, you know, like one example, let me just give you an example. Like I remember I was running late to taking the kids to their little preschool and it was like probably the fifth time I had been late, you know, out of like seven or eight days. And so it was like, not the first time and not the second time, not the third time. It was something that I was consistently noticing and I was upset about it. And I was sitting at the red light waiting to turn to take them to the school. And I just remember I I had my hands on the steering wheel and I had, I had found a coach at this point and I was learning about the tone for healing and how we talk to ourselves and we either heal or we continue the pain for ourselves and the state of being unhealed and unwell. And I remember hearing my mind, you know, I like at that point I'd been kind of learning to listen to my thoughts and I was aware of them a little bit more. And I remember the day where I was like, my brain was like, you're just so irresponsible. You're just so disorganized. You just can't get your stuff together. And I'm just sitting there like hearing this. And finally at that point in my life, I was done. I was like, no, I drew a boundary for the first time in my life with myself. I set a boundary and I was like, no, we do not talk to ourselves this way anymore. We're not doing this. This is not acceptable talk to ourselves, self-talk, whatever. I don't even think I had that much language. I was just like, no, no, we don't talk to ourselves this way. And um, ever since then, I've been working on my own tone for my own healing. And what's cool about figuring out how you talk to yourself and the tone that you have in your own mind with yourself is it speeds up your healing and it actually allows you to be able to heal. And then whatever tools like this podcast or, you know, um, like coaching with me, or I don't know, whatever tools you're using to heal, whatever good information and know-how kind of comes your way, it actually sticks (laughs) and, and, um, you can actually change a couple examples to really help you see how this, you know, like the tone for healing actually matters and the way you talk to yourself matters. The way that, just like when you learn a language, let's say your your first language is English and then your second language is Spanish. You learned it when you were like five, six or 10 or 20 or whatever later or whatever language, right? Just like learning a first language shapes the way you intake all other languages and the way that you understand verb conjugation and, um, you know, like you'll have an accent with your first language no matter how much you practice a second language in that same way, the way that you talk to yourself shapes your insecurities. It shapes your parenting. It shapes, um, how much you're able to enjoy or stay focused in the bedroom and have desire in the bedroom. It shapes the way you talk to yourself and ding, ding, ding. It also shapes your mental health, your ability to calm your body, your ability to reclaim connection and authority in your body when it comes to anxiety and depression. So it's kind of important. Let's dive in. All right. Tone. I've broken this up into T O N E. So this is like an acronym. All right. So tone, this is just to help you remember, um, the aspects of how you talk to yourself since it does ripple into all of your relationships and how you parent, et cetera, and your healing, right? So are you warm or are you cold? in the way you talk to yourself. Are you harsh or are you soft? Are you loving or are you condemning? 
Do you sound more like an old fashioned hellfire and damnation pastor? And, and you're just like calling yourself out and tearing yourself down and telling yourself you're going to go to hell or whatever. Or are you like the best first grade teacher ever with all the patients? Is your mom's voice in your head? Is your dad's voice in your head? Have you updated the tone with which you talk to yourself since you get to choose, right? We get to choose. It does take work, but it's available to you as an adult. You can go in through coaching, through, you know, this guided process, you can change the tone with which you talk to yourself. Openness, right? T-O, openness. Do you judge yourself or are you open to learning new things about yourself or to how long you might take to really get something or to the mistakes that you might make along the way? How, how open are you? How much open space for learning do you give yourself? How much open space do you extend to yourself? This is part of the tone for healing. And be honest. Do you give yourself second chances or are you immediately forgiving and accepting? Or do you hold grudges and frustrations like they were your favorite backpack and you take them with you into every new endeavor? You hold them against yourself. You compare your future or this new thing you're trying to all of your past every time and you never let yourself be fresh and try again and you know, have that space for learning. Okay. So we've got tone was the first one. I know it's kind of confusing because that's the word, but the first one is tone, like the actual tone, warm, cold openness, and then neglect. Do you put everyone before yourself or are you there for you? Do you hear you? Do you listen to your subconscious mind or your body and what it needs? Do you take into consideration your vulnerabilities and insecurities as silly as they may sound, right? Are you passive in taking care of your needs or are you actually advocating for them, considering them, wondering what they might be? Now, I know some of us postpartum really can be very, especially if you're depressive and really in the depths of motherhood or the throes, you know, you can, you can kind of be out of touch with your own needs and so consumed in other people's needs. And this is where you got to take responsibility and be like, I'm an adult. It's my job to take care of my needs. I got to stop hoping my husband does it or, you know, somebody reminds me to do it. It's, it's me. And if I don't do it, my kids suffer and I suffer. We all suffer. My marriage suffers. And so it's a real thing that we got to do is take care of our needs. And are you neglecting them or are you actually making an effort to kind of figure out what they are? And if you need help with that, of course, come talk to me on a consult and, you know, I can help you get started and, and make a plan and, and see how coaching could fit in and then elevated. So T O N E, we've got tone, openness, neglect, and elevated. Are your thoughts about you elevating you? Are they elevating the way you see yourself? Are they giving you hope? Are they driving you forward? Maybe creating some momentum or does it feel like you're kind of hoping Instagram will do that or that your husband will do that? Like now I don't have anything. There's nothing wrong with having a husband who, who is like a cheerleader and like your best friend or friends even that you, but are you consistently needing him? Is he the only one that's kind of cheering for you, telling you how great you are, 
validating you, telling you how beautiful you are, or are you agreeing and receiving what he's saying and then also saying it to yourself? So are you elevating you and really seeing the true wholeness of you? Or do you struggle with that? And do you forget about you? Or do you tear yourself down and tell yourself you're not enough, etc.? And the way one one way that you you know you're not elevating yourself is when you have a lot of insecurities. That's that's one sign that um, your self-talk could use a boost. Okay. So this is the tone for healing. Tone, T-O-N-E. We've got tone, warm or cold, openness and space for learning and not judgment, neglect, or are you proactively seeking and creating and meeting your needs and finding them? And then elevate. Are you elevating yourself? Are the thoughts that you think about yourself elevating your hope and kind of giving you a horizon or is it like, is it like a sunrise with a whole day in front of you? Or does it feel like a sunset where everything just feels like it's dark and it's going to bed and nothing can be done and it's all just heavy and dark and whatever, right? So tone, openness, neglect, and elevate. You can't heal if you don't establish a container for healing. And that's what this T-O-N-E, this tone for healing yourself is for you. This is how we do it in the postpartum coach and with my clients. Before we even start the calm your body, calm your mind, calm your life process with my clients, I'm working with them on how to, I call this holding the space in like the openness I was talking about. How much space do you have to learn and to mess up and to try again and to bring up stuff that scares you or bring up stuff that makes you sad or grumpy for a day or so as you're processing it, right? So you've got to first know how to hold that space and be your own best friend, right? Be your own, um, driving voice that's driving you forward, that's cheering you on. So some of us have really been through it. Some of us maybe don't even let ourselves really see what a gnarly upbringing we had. And so for some of us, this, this can be really, really rough. This can be really hard. This can feel like a river is rushing downhill and you have to literally stand in the middle of the river and stop the water and then push it up hill with like this wall that you're pushing and you're holding the water. Sometimes that's what this process feels like. I know that's what it felt like for me, but now that I am almost three and a half years in, I am like a totally different woman. And I had so much trauma from like birth and delivery and postpartum hemorrhaging and all that trauma, but also, you know, verbal abuse and gaslighting and love being withdrawn or love only being given with good behavior. Um, you know, gender roles being enforced upon you in ways that didn't fit with who you really were. This is our collective trauma too. This is what we have borne and what's still heavy in us sometimes. Um, and now we are re-raising ourselves in, in a lot of ways and remothering ourselves. And I am the captain of that army of mothers. I am helping mothers rewire themselves on purpose with with a passion to save the next generation from the same exact stuff they had to go through. I have a blast doing what I do, um, helping women take back, like I said, the authority over their peace, their calm, their presence in their parenting, their bodies, no matter what 
childhood or how your mom raised you, not being disempowered by that, not being obligated to that, not being programmed in that space if you don't want to be, but really exploring who you really are, who you really can be without the anxiety, without the depression, and with true love for yourself leading the way. In your first of all, with you, and then your mental health, and your parenthood, and your marriage. What more is life about? And if not postpartum, when? And if not this year, when? Let's do this when our kids are young, right? While we are young, while there's so much life ahead of us and time to unravel all these patterns and to redo it the way we want it done. Make this your priority this year. If you want to let this be the year that you do your deep inner work, that you take out the garbage, that you turn dirty old pain and memories into clean ones that light you up with a fire to be who you were meant to be, that open you up with the capacity to love, truly love, not just the give and take, not just punishment and reward, like really love and to serve and to give and to shine in the ways that you want to as a, as a woman and a wife and a mom. All you do to get started is you go to lizzielangston.com forward slash consult. And just like in our weekly sessions, if you were to become my client, the consult is just you and me. It's a free one hour chat, just like our sessions. And it's totally free. It's my gift to any who are interested in working with me. Don't worry. You're not obligated. And it's, it's an amazing opportunity to get some coaching and also to actually invest in yourself and consider that investment. And of course, I always make space for my clients to talk with their husbands. And I, sometimes I even get husbands on the phone and we all chat too, um, when that's appropriate. So I'm very available to you. I'm here for you. Just go to lizzielangston.com forward slash consult. I'll see you on your consult and you guys happy new year. Yes. I love it. I'll talk to you next time. Hey, Lindsay here. I've helped dozens of postpartum moms just like you to manage their postpartum anxiety and deconstruct their postpartum depression. It's really easy for me. So if you're ready to feel better, I know the way. Let's chat on the phone. Set up a time by going to lizzielangston.com forward slash consult. It's pretty simple and I will be calling you soon. 